Voices that inspire the extended interview. I am Ruth Nickens. I'm the creator and the host of Purple House Concerts in Tallahassee, Florida. So how long have you been doing Purple House Concerts? Well, in earnest, about 10 years. Music has always been a part of my life in one form or another. And um, at one point, I realized I was never going to be a great player, but I could be a supporter of the arts I also realized I had terrific acoustics in my living room. So um, I started hosting a few concerts, like I said, about a decade ago. And mostly those were local artists, and I was doing them as fundraisers for some of the different organizations that I believed in and wanted to support. And then more recently, um, with the support of my partner, who also happens to be a a singer-songwriter, we were able to really take this up a level and create what is now considered to be one of the best um, house concert venues in the Southeast. So for people who don't really understand what, a, what, what you're trying to do, what, what does it mean to be, you know, in a, a house concert? What does that mean? That's a really great question. A lot of people don't know about house concerts, but house concerts are a movement, not just nationally, but really internationally. And it's a return of music into the parlor. It's bringing the musicians into an intimate venue where they can perform in a room of people who are there to listen, and they can also have the opportunity to have, you know, much more um, intimate connection with the guests. So there are a lot of people that just open up their homes um, to the artists, and they invite people. So it's typically a private event although there are ways to kind of find and capture new people who have never been there before. And um, it works really well for everybody. Um, You know, being an artist is not an easy way to make a living, but we really need artists. The world would be, you know, far less colorful without them. And what the house concerts have done is they provide them an opportunity, you know, to be in front of a really engaged audience and all of the money in the form of donations that is collected goes into the pocket of the artists. So they do very well, especially if it's a weeknight and they have some bigger gigs um, or festivals, you know, on the weekends. And some really amazing relationships come out of the intimacy of these events. I can imagine, definitely. How do you find the artists? I love going to music events, concerts, scouting for music at festivals and conferences. So, and I sometimes I discover new artists just because of the playlists that I listen to on Spotify. That you know, have you listen to one artist, they start you know sharing other artists that are kind of in that same genre. But doing it in person is my favorite way, and I usually invite artists to the Purple House that I have seen or heard in person, not exclusively, but that tends to be the way it works. That way I know that what I'm bringing to, you know, to the people who are trusting me is going to be something of really high quality that's going to be a good fit for that audience as well. So it sounds like you do this out of your own passion for music Mm -hmm. and the arts. I mean, it doesn't sound like this is, this isn't a a career for you, you you probably have to still support yourself other ways. So you're you're doing this purely for your own love of music, it sounds like. It's definitely a labor of love. But it's a way that I have figured out that I can support the arts in a way that has a real impact. 
So in a given year, how many house concerts do you usually host? Usually about eight to 10 per year, rarely more than one a month. We usually skip the summer months because it's just hot and it's hard to pack a lot of people into a room comfortably. And hopefully there's also some travel, a lot of travel going on during the summer. So about eight to 10. And my screening or my selection is is pretty thorough because since there are so few concerts, I really want to be able to bring the highest caliber artists as possible. So how many people can you fit in your living room? <laughs> um, more and more. Um, <laughs> we've had over 60. I really like about 45 is what feels really good to me. There's enough room. There's, uh, But, you know, the room feels full, but everyone still has a little bit of personal space. Lately, there's been so much interest in the concerts that it's pretty easy to have 50 people um, people do have to RSVP because I do have to keep a close eye on how many, you know, how many seats we can squeeze into the room. During the pandemic, I upgraded my back deck. So now we have a beautiful outdoor um, option under the oaks. And we have on the beautiful nights, we have had the concerts out back. And it's phenomenal because it turns out the backyard is kind of like an amphitheater. And I never had realized that before. And when the music starts, the, the crickets start chirping and the birds start singing and the fireflies come out, it's really magical. But, you know, if it's going to be really cold or if it's a lot of people, we can't really fit as many people on the back deck. But it was a nice way to transition back um, after COVID. Definitely. Sounds <laughs> sounds great. So you have limited space and and obviously you, you probably want to keep an eye on who's coming because you, you have... You're inviting people into your home. So how do you manage, you know, your mailing list, your Facebook page? I know that's sort of how you – do you kind of like want people to be recommended to you to be able to <laughs> get a ticket? In a way. I have a mailing list that has accumulated. It's people that have either asked to be on the list or have been to a show before or perhaps are – um, a friend or a, a someone that has purchased some of my artwork, you know, that I know that also loves music. So usually it's somebody I have a connection with. Um, I do get requests from friends of friends that have heard about it and then want to, you know, want to come to a show. I do have a Purple House Concerts Facebook page so that, you know, anyone can find me. But I, again, I have to keep the number of people limited. And um, sometimes if I'm not sure about somebody, I do kind of check them out online and just see, oh, do we have any mutual friends? Is this somebody whose politics who would not be offended at, you know, some of what they might hear here and, and that kind of thing. But I've been really fortunate. It's kind of self-selective. Not everybody's going to make that trip up the driveway <laughs> at night. And uh, it's just always been an amazing aggregation of music-loving, like-minded individuals. Is there a dream artist you'd love to have play in your... Uh, you know, I, I have had some of my dream artists, honestly. Um, uh, John Craigie, uh, Mary Gaucher just played there, Son of Town Hall, of course, um, Sam Baker. <laughs> so really, it, it's been amazing that we've been able to build it to this point where, um, we, you know, we, we do get the dream artists. I guess my ultimate dream artist would be Chris Isaac, but I don't think that's going to happen uh, however, um, Dylan LeBlanc is playing on March 15th, and he's very much in the Chris Isaac genre. So if people are hearing this part and they like Chris Isaac, they'd probably love Dylan LeBlanc. Yeah, it's just music to me, it's such a common denominator, it's such a healer and a connector 
of human beings. And it's just brings me like the greatest joy in my life to be able to, you know, I like to sit on the stairs and kind of look out when the shows are taking place. And there's this room full of amazing music and, and, and people who are really enjoying the music. And there's just this kind of magic that really happens in that room. I think that you're right. I mean, music is such a, it connects people. And sometimes we can let go of the stuff that is not our better qualities as we all can listen to music and find some commonality in that, in music. Yes. So I, I think then these divided times, <laughs> music is a good thing. Um, and, you know, I just, I, just, I just give you so much credit for opening your home to do it. Not many people would do that. There are a lot of people who do. Um, I, I've always loved sharing my home. I've always loved to entertain. I have a great home for that, and it's been one of my great pleasures was to be able to have, you know, kind of share that with other people. So it doesn't feel that hard. Um, it takes a lot of work to get it cleaned up <laughs> and ready. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's, the neighbors are all pretty supportive. Some of them come. We don't really have any problems or conflicts um, with parking or noise or anything. So that's worked out really well. That wouldn't necessarily be the case in any neighborhood, you know, that they would tolerate, you know, that kind of, I don't mean, nobody hears it. It's just a lot of cars parked up and down the streets on the nights when we have them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you, luckily where you live, there's plenty of places mm -hmm. to, you know, park and walk a little bit to get to your place. Mm -hmm. uh, so every time I think about moving and downsizing, I look around, I go, I couldn't, I couldn't do this here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood would never let me do this or there's nowhere to park. And so. <laughs> yeah. And if you, you know, smaller house, smaller lots, mm -hmm. then your neighbors probably would hear it. And even though yeah. it's not heavily amplified, it's not still. Even when we have them outside, um, I've never had anybody say they could, they could hear it. My next door neighbor always comes to all the shows. But no, we try to be, I try to be really respectful about that. And we finish early. So yeah, that was the other thing I liked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, it's like, I don't want to be out all hours of the night. <laughs> so that's a good thing too. Well, you know, this series is called Voices That Inspire. Mm -hmm. So wh where do you think your love of music came from? What, what inspired you and your own passions about music? I think I I always was surrounded by art and music growing up. I have a lot of artists in my family, and um, my father was a lover of music, and he was a really bad ukulele player, but you know he <laughs> he entertained us nonetheless. And I I I dabbled in a lot of different instruments, but like I said, none of them really really took that well. Um, so I think just being surrounded by art and music my whole life and always knowing that it was going to manifest in different ways as a very important part of who I am and my purpose in being here. Um, so that's kind of how, how what, you know, what underlied the development of the Purple House concerts. I feel like, like we were saying, music just, it heals and connects. There's people who come to the shows who have just lost a loved one or are going through a divorce or are just simply lonely and they find a really safe space and a refuge at the Purple House concerts. And it's 
it's a very comfortable thing to come to by yourself because everyone's friendly. It's not like walking into a bar or, or a big party where you don't know anybody. So like you said, you know, music heals, and it seems like we need that now as much as ever. And I really would encourage people to make time to listen and support live music. We need the musicians in our world, and you can support them in a variety of ways, whether it's deciding to host your your own house concert or throw a party and invite a band or go hear live music or buy their CDs and their merch, whatever way you can. Join their Patreon, give to their Kickstarter, whatever you can do. And um, I just feel, feel so grateful and lucky to have been invited on the show, but I also feel so fortunate to be on this musical journey that I'm on. It it has enriched, certainly enriched my life, but I know it enriches the life of all of the people involved, the artists who play and the people who attend and some really beautiful relationships and friendships have evolved out of this in every direction. In fact, I have two friends at my house right now that are a band from Ithaca, New York, and they come stay with me for two weeks every winter and they're like my family now. Well, that's got to be <laughs> one of the wonderful side benefits mm-hmm. are these friendships you're making with, you know, really interesting people. Mm-hmm. It just it it expands your world and and just makes it so much more joyful. I mean, I've, when you when you're talking, it actually made me think that <laughs> what you do is bringing so much joy, mm-hmm. not just to you, but to the people who come to the concerts and to the musicians themselves. That, that's just a wonderful thing to be able to do. You are. That's the, you're absolutely right. That's the magic that I was talking about when I look at what's happening in that room. Everybody's got a smile on their face. Everybody's calm. They're breathing slowly. Um, they're, they're comfortable being next squeezed in there, you know, between people and, um, and making new friends. And there have been, from the Purpose concerts, there's been some dating between people that met there some in some you know, live in even a marriage that has occurred. So, <laughs> so we do bring many, yes, many we, purposes. We definitely connect people. <laughs> well, I do have to ask you, how did you come up with the name Purple House Concerts? Well, you've seen my house. Um, I just, I don't know, I love purple. It all started with an ad for carpet that I saw many decades ago. And I thought, if I ever build a house, I'm going to have this purple carpet. And then the purple thing just kind of took on a life of its own. So the house that I live in is purple. Well, technically it's gray and purple, but everybody calls it the purple house, and I have a lot of purple stuff in it. And it's just kind of become part of my identity as a lover of purple. And there are a lot of other purple people out there, and we definitely feel a kinship with one another. Well, and I also like that purple is that color between red, red and blue. blue. I, there's that too. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a good thing too because uh-huh. it, it is in these times, it's nice to have purple. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, we've we've covered a lot of ground. Is there anything else that you'd like people to know about you or about, you know, your concerts or musicians, anything else you'd like to share? Well, if anyone is um, interested in attending a Purple House concert, the best thing to do would be look at the Purple House Concerts um, Facebook page. There's also a Purple House Peeps group, so I would follow or join that, and you can connect with me um, initially that way. I prefer not to give my email online, or it, it ends up everywhere anyway. But like I said, I really encourage people to find ways to go support live music. That's great. Well, I just want to thank you for 
coming in and talking about your passion for music and not just your passion for music, but bringing people together mm -hmm. around music and art. Uh, we all need inspiration anywhere we can get it. And so thank you for opening your home to do that. It's my, it truly is one of the great pleasures of my life to be able to do that. And um, it was really nice to meet you there and to be invited to talk to you about it today. Thank you. I am Ruth Nickens, and I am the creator and host of Purple House Concerts in Tallahassee, Florida. And what I would like to leave you with today is um, some inspiration to either create your own house concert and also a reminder to support arts in whatever way you can. <laughs>